up? This is Aja. Hey, what's going on? This is Lamar. And this is the Breath of Fresh Society podcast. Today's topic is generational wealth versus being self-made. And just to start it off from the jump, do you feel like people that are born into wealth or money have a better opportunity than people that aren't to build their brands? Uh, okay, so... Honestly, from I'm just neutral ground on that, but for example, like I do feel like certain opportunities that are given to the self-made people, uh, it, it's more it's more room to grow and to learn because you don't have to take up a, I guess a certain amount, like you don't have to take up a mantle or anything of a previously made company versus um, generational wealth. It's kind of just like you know you you literally are born into wealth and power and stuff like that so you you know i just believe it's a big difference and but it is a middle ground to it as well i do agree with that however it can come with some disadvantages too because i feel like if you're born into wealth you may have to you know prove yourself a little bit more like if people already know that you were born into money they may think your ideas or whatever you're pitching or your businesses aren't really you know, genuine, like, you're just doing it to make money. Like, prime example, um, the Kardashians. People feel like the money that Kylie made off of her brand and her calling herself self-made was kind of disrespectful in the fact of, like, we know that that family comes from money, so how can, quote-unquote, she really technically call herself self-made, if that makes sense? Like, she got a lot of hate comments and stuff, and I'm kind of neutral on that, because it's like, even though technically, like, we know their family is famous for, you know, doing pretty much making anything into money, I feel like she probably did have a hand in, you know, building the makeup brand and stuff, even though it probably was a little bit easier for her to, like, you know, have connections and you know, network and start it up. So, I just feel like the term self-made is kind of... That's kind of touchy for someone like that because if you're born into money, are you technically self-made? With her type of business and forefront, yeah, I wouldn't say she was self-made into what she had. Like, the, the takeoff of her business strange from how she got it started. Now, she may not have had a ton of handouts and stuff, but still coming from money and having people around you with those type of connections and stuff, like you said, that's technically doesn't make you self-made. If you say you have generation generational wealth and that's what she has, it's definitely not always speaking of money terms. So if you have something about it in your back pocket and your, your close immediate family that can, you know, give you a, hey, let me call this person for you, or hey, okay, I'll, you know, slide you this much money to get you to get your pro- wholesale products and stuff, and go from there. Your marketing, your promotion and stuff comes from yourself, because you're like, you know, you, they all are popular on social media. Yeah, she had older so, siblings, and yeah. her mom manages all of them, so it's like, I feel like she had an upper hand. I wasn't going to take away from the fact that her brand did do good, but it was pretty much, I feel like, mostly because they already have a following. So, it's kind of like, if you already have a following, you don't really have to build followers. She didn't have to, she literally did not have to build herself from the ground up. 
And with that, that's why I was like, when you when I say I'm neutral on that, speaking for her, her situation is like definitely because it's applaudable. It's something that people applaud and praise of her because it's like, dang, this is just a makeup line, and you know, and people you can't really throw the Kardashian label on because the last minute Kardashian, you know she is, but you know, it's like Kardashian Jenner. I'm gonna say it's kind of like she, you know. Without that, I guess, you know, her popularity already, but, you know, that's kind of what's her help along as far as, like, being a part of him. So, I, can, I can't give it self-made when you have generational wealth involved. That's- Basically, they call her a self-made millionaire on the title of the article or whatever. And well, because- just a lot of people had issues with that because of what we're discussing. Yeah. I, don't, I personally don't have a problem with the Kardashians. I actually um, think their family is entertaining. You know, of course, I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Always have. Um, Kylie was always one of my favorites because she kind of stayed to herself, wasn't really in the spotlight. But I, just being honest, I really wouldn't call that self-made. No, I wouldn't. Only because, like I said, she has ties and that's generational wealth. And that creates a little more opportunity. Well, that, could, that opens the door a little bit easier for you. When you're working from, you know, ground zero with no connections and you got to, you know, find your path and then you just throwing a gamble out there hoping that something happens. It's different from saying, even if I fail, I got some kind of safety net that's going to catch me a little bit at least, you know. Yeah, but... That was just an example, but getting off of just her specifically, just that was a prime example of what I mean, like being self-made versus building your own businesses. Like um, me personally, I'm in the process of trying to build businesses now, and I do feel like it's a little bit harder because I don't, I come from a decent family, middle class, I guess I would consider myself to say, but at the same time, I can't really go to a family member and, like, ask for a loan or get money to, you know, build a business up. I would have to, you know, basically start from the ground up of making sure my credit is good and getting a business loan and building my following. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, self-made. Yeah. And for me, like... I took a chance and I'm choosing the option of coming out of my pocket for my business, which makes me a small business owner. Uh, I can plug myself, but yeah, it's basically got a small clothing brand. I've uh, been running for a year. Didn't do huge numbers because I'm in funding it myself. <clears throat> so, but you know, I didn't come from a family that, you know, poured a lot of money into, you know, me, hey, let me, you know, borrow money for this and then the third. I kind of just, did the work myself and having to come from like out of pocket is yeah that makes that makes the the efforts I guess you can say more like I mean it make I mean I guess it makes the effort mean more because it's like you kind of you go through all those processes of having to do majority of your research like I don't have the connections to plug me here and there I had to find my own distributor I gotta you know manage how I will fund it with materials and all that stuff I need. You know, it's, it's a lot to it. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, called Obsidian Clarity. Um, it's a small business thing. So, But I'm working on a lot of other stuff, too, and I want to fund all that stuff myself. I don't want to have to go through different stream ways where I got to, 
have five different people in my pocket, you know, by the time I get to the top of where I want to be at. So, it is long road, but it, like they said, it's always worth it. Um, the show for accomplishing the end because yeah. knowing that, you know, you really didn't come from, you know, a family that could fully fund that or, you know, you're basically building generational wealth for yourself because yeah. if your business becomes successful, then, you know, years later on, you can make sure that you're, you're set, your future yeah. family is set, and, you know, generations on. That's basically what I'm trying to do. Because, like I said, coming from the type of family I come from, everybody pretty much just had regular jobs. It wasn't really like anyone really owned a business. So I feel like this, I feel like time period is the best time period for you to do stuff like this. Yeah. Well, you mean like as far as you're trying to create your own businesses? Yeah, all because stuff? all the avenues are there. You pretty much, social media is like pretty much the number one place that people go to look for it. When I'm literally looking for something now, most of the time I'll go to Instagram. And if you just type in what you're looking for, you'll be able to find it. And then small businesses do the thing there where they follow you. If you notice, like, random people will follow you if they're trying to, you know, build up a business. Yeah. So it's like social media is the number one place to go now. It's not like you have to really technically build a website if you want to. Like, a lot of places literally just have an Instagram page and you DM them to purchase the product. Not saying that that is the you know, more professional route to go, but if you don't really have a lot of money or avenues to go, social media is, like, the place that you can basically start everything off from. Free marketing and promotion, basically. That's that's something really big. You know, the thing that really stops a lot of people from that free marketing and promotion is the the fear of their self. Like, I, I used to hear this way before I even was remotely going to put out my own stuff, because I still haven't, like, broadcasted it, like, all over Facebook, but I have reasons why I haven't put it, like, on Facebook and Instagram, and, you know, well, I am on Instagram with the business, but I haven't put it on, like, you know, platforms that got a huge stream of people coming through, like, with, with Instagram, it's, like, people that follow you see it, and people that follow them may get it as a suggested page for Facebook, you can put it out there like that, and just tell people to move it around for you, you know, and it's different, those type of airways and streams, like, that, that'll help you get, just get the word out, you know, you still have to do the work yourself for the promotion and stuff, when you build a page for your actual business or brand, whatever you want to call it, like, uh, let me see, so this is more like, I guess you say self-made still, but people talk about different avenues, like, I'll say it's also self-made. People say it's only generational wealth for this stuff, but um, even when you're creating your businesses and stuff, also looking to other markets and stuff. Like, I, I started the way I got into, you know, a little deeper into, like, business stuff was looking into investing. So that's a that's the same ball field, but I, ballpark, but I feel like it, it falls under both of these categories, self-made and generational wealth. It's in creating assets for your future family and stuff it can help you i guess on both sides so but yeah just go just just going from there like i feel like it, that's a it's a two two-way thing kind of 
as far as like for investing and stuff too, not just in businesses and all, but so, so overall, your opinion is more so like someone building themselves up. Do you feel like it, it's more work? Do you feel like somebody that is built, you know, come into money like they already have the connection, so it's not as and that yeah okay I see this now it, it's, it goes two ways then again but it goes you, you the general statement you made just now is correct it's literally like it would be easier overall the processing is easier for someone that has money coming to the table has a connection or two that can put them in the right spot or get them in touch with the right person that's that's clear cut cause if you walk into a room okay let's just give an example if you walk into a room Two people are going in for a certain interview for a company. And one person is known like, oh, so-and-so that's coming to interview today, she comes from this family. Her great-grandfather invented this. Oh, we have to give her the job because she has to have, you know, the mentality to be able to do this. Versus somebody just coming in that nobody really knows anything about. They don't have any name for themselves. Like, you have to build yourself up. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you, yeah, you can use that as an example. Yeah. So, like, what I would say is, um, I don't know. So, as far as the like, generational wealth goes, I would uh speak on like the couple the, the um, alleyways that people take and stuff to get there. Um. So, building generational wealth, they have some key points here that I looked up, and of course, they got. I'm just gonna name a few. But um, investing in the stock market is one major thing. Uh, another one is investing in real estate. All this stuff takes money to do as well. As far as investing in the um, stock market, uh, it's not a better time than now to get into that because of what's going on. You know, we know the economy is hanging in the balance. The, the stock market values are plummeting and rising every week or so. So it's a good time to get into the buy. The one thing I keep hearing, and I've been only doing stocks for about a year, small timing. Uh, they say buy low, um, <laughs> buy low and sell high. But you you don't want to sell your stocks when you start building up. You know, and you you start seeing growth. Just keep the portfolio going, and you know when you hit big on it, you know I'm like I said, it takes years. I, seeing people's uh, portfolios around me and stuff yeah it takes a long time to even start to grow like you know that type of income but that's literally generational wealth like those accounts can be passed down and, you know you just giving people you know that stuff can literally be passed down um i don't have kids right now but investing in your children's future education and stuff planning ahead for stuff like that is a good way for generational wealth um and a big thing that I kind of mentioned, and it's the last thing I'm going to mention for this little list, is teaching uh, um, teaching about personal finances or finances in general to, like, the next generation. You know, I, I have a younger brother. He's kind of older still, but he's my younger brother. And he, in school, I had to ask him. He was in high school like, a couple years back. I said, did they ever teach y'all about, you know, credit, taxes, and all that stuff? And since I started putting myself in a position to learn more about that stuff, I just started telling him what I know. I was literally pat anything I heard or learned from what I started like watching and reading. I literally said, "Hey, look, check this out. 
owe this to, you know, tell them about how credit could, like, is dire importance, or, like, you know, because when I was in school, I didn't learn about this stuff. I didn't have the people around me to, you know, well, I had people around me, but their focus wasn't like, hey, let me teach you about finances. Let me, let me let you, you know, and this is how this can go if you do this, you know. They just said stay away from credit cards. That's but that's the one thing I can remember. Stay away from credit cards, and I still didn't do it. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, but that's the misconception that people have about credit is like, yeah. oh, oh, stay away from credit cards. Yeah. You'll ruin your credit. But the thing about it is, it's not really ruining your credit if you're taught how to use it properly. Like, mm-hmm. um, I was more so my family. Like my grandfather always told me. You know, save your money. If I give you twenty dollars, try to put five dollars to the side for later, like stuff like that. Like I've always been good with saving money ever since I was a kid. Like getting like my allowance. If I knew that I had like a certain thing that I want to purchase, instead of me having to go back to my mom knowing that she's a single mom and giving me allowance on top of that, I would try to put my money to the side to you know purchase certain things myself. I was able to open up a checking and savings account around like 15, 16 years old. So I've always been good for saving money. I didn't really get into getting my own credit card till I was about 18, 19 years old. And I mean, at the time, I'm not going to say I was really good about paying stuff off, but I feel like me having credit at that age taught me right from wrong so now i'm able to manage my credit and i've got a good credit score at the age that i am i'm working on my building it and all that so just trying to get that together like i said i I, i'm not at a late age but you know better late than never so you know trying to like i said that's the importance of I, I, I always got, so as being a person that's more on the self-made side of obviously dancing generational wealth, I do feel like, you know, building yourself up teaches you more, I guess you could say morally because it'll put you in positions where you have to learn and research more and find the information yourself. Like, you don't, you know, coming in the money is great and fine to put you in a great position, you know, as you go through life, you know, but, you know, there's always opportunities on either side of the fence so it's like and I'm not I wouldn't I'm not knocking anybody that does come from money because you can't choose what family you're born into it's just the way that you choose to what path you take to choose from there or what path you take from there I guess I'm trying to say because even a lot of people that are born into money end up just going broke sometimes too Depending on the way that you spend your money. Mm-hmm. Is if they feel like, you know, they can spend up all their money and then go back to their mom or dad and ask for more. You're not really learning how to manage your money or, you know, manage finances. If you're just going back and asking for more money. And they're not teaching you a lesson either by just paying you and not saying, hey, do this, earn that, whatever. But, you know, yeah, that's a different thing. But it just, that's not always the case. There are a lot of people that come from money and still are able to branch off and build their own wealth, like, separately, too. It may come from, you know, having money invested from other things, but there are ways for you to build your own wealth, too. And that's kind of like the example I gave of Kylie, how I feel like 
that can be kind of misconstrued because she did come from money, but she's building, you know, a brand for herself too. Yeah. Since she has a daughter, she's probably trying to make sure that she's good later on and stuff too, even though, I mean, both of Stormy's parents are rich, but (laughs) that's just a prime example. Like, she's born into money. That's true. I mean, that's, I mean, okay, so that's where, okay, yeah, yeah, that is true. So I wasn't thinking of it like that, though, but even if, you know. But Travis Scott, I'm not really sure about his whole backstory and where he came from. I mean, I know he's from Texas, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't know if he was really born into money. Right. I mean, and it's funny because most people in the music industry aren't, I'm not big in the music industry, so but yeah, I, I feel like that. For, honestly, that type of field in itself may can be considered self-made as well, because you have you, you taking a shot in the dark. So that's why I said I'm not gonna say anything that's like bashing how she got her fortune. So I'm gonna say back on that, like it's more of a yeah, I come from money, but I want to make my own name for myself. I want to make my own. You know, I want to be. I don't want to be known as. Oh yeah, Kardashian is. You know, she doesn't like, want to be known as the Kardashian's little sister. Basically. She wanted to make a name for herself. That's why I was saying it's kind of you know you can't help the money that you grew growing up into, but at the same time you doing the work to put up put yourself self out there and stuff. So that that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. Um, as far as like uh, self made stuff as well, uh, they say a lot of uh, people that are like rich now. Using uh, another subcategory too for like self-made issues like healthcare, energy, uh, the food and beverage in the, um, industry as well, fashion and retail and real estate and technology. And then they list media also. So those are all ways for like people becoming self-made. And everybody knows the biggest one right now is the media, social media, media in general. It doesn't take nothing but. Get, get a one little viral clip up there. But it also takes a certain mindset for you to want to do something like that, too. Because yeah. everybody is not built to make their own fortune. A lot of people, if you... There's nothing wrong with working for a company for the rest of your life, if that's how you feel like you want to go. Me, personally, I just feel like that is not the path that I would like to take. Of course, um, you know, blessed to have a job, especially now with everything going on, for a company that has stood beside me with everything going on. But me building for my future, I just feel like the lifestyle that I would like to live, I want to build up to get to a certain point. And the reason why I said everybody doesn't have the mindset for it, just giving another example. I'm not sure if you've seen this video on the internet. Did you see the video of basically um, this dude's girlfriend gave him a rental property for his birthday and he basically flipped out on her and was like getting mad because he thought he was going to get a pair of Jordans. Wait, she got him a property? like She literally you? bought him a rental property to fix up to make income off of for the oh, future. Shoot. But he basically was irritated at the fact that he thought he was going to get a chain or a pair of Jordans for his birthday. Do you feel like that's why I said some people just don't have the mindset a, to think well, a certain way. That's completely a mindset thing, cause shit. Yeah, if I was, you know, <laughs> get something like that, and I could, and I could fix it up and stuff, hell yeah, and I can make money on it, hell yeah, yes. So 
That's alright. But dang, like you said, that, that that's like a pair of Jordans or a chain. I mean, that might make you happy for like a you know a minute, but. The fact that she was thinking into the future of him investing, I feel like that's a good gift. If I were to give you a house and say, here, fix this up, even though you might have to put a little bit more money into it, eventually that is going to start making you money and, like, you know, helping you to build up your wealth. So, it just depends on your mindset. It's definitely a mindset. (laughs) Cause that's that's like I said, them Jordans, man, they gonna fold and they gonna bend up and they gonna get dirty. You can't we can't repair those for so much. Only thing I can say about jewelry is jewelry is a good investment too. People don't look at it. a lot of a lot of people don't look at jewelry as an investment just as far as like being flashy and stuff, man. But the first thing you you'll know about jewelry is that those jewelers look at the stock market as well. Look at the current um look at the stock market for how gold and silver and all that stuff is value and how it's fluctuating that would value how much you know they start selling their blocks of that gold or those chains and stuff for that's different yeah, yeah. the whole point yeah. was i don't know i like i said i don't know if you saw the whole video no, or whatever true. but he was basically mad at the fact that his girlfriend gave him a runner property instead of a pair of jordans <laughs> for his birthday but that just goes to show you, like, it is a mindset. Don't feel like because you're not born into money or you might not have a lot of money in your bank account or your family doesn't really have money, you can't really build yourself up. Yeah. Like, if anything, that should motivate you even more to want to build yourself up. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know the complete black, black story of that, man, but... Shoot, the biggest person they're talking about that was self-made right now is uh, uh the Jeff Bezos man, the Amazon guy. But look, they saying he's self-made, he didn't come from money. And that man basically like most hands out with the richest man in the world now. Well think about a lot of the companies and stuff that we support. A lot of those people didn't come from money at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, it was he is just a person with an idea, a dream mm-hmm. to, you know, build something and a lot of the companies and stuff and brands and stuff that we support on a regular basis are self-made. It's just people don't really look at it like that because it's such a big brand. Yeah. yeah I, love the, I love the backstory for the guy from Netflix as well. That was a good story when I, I heard that probably about close to about six, seven months ago now. I never knew that about Netflix until I actually, you know. I never really listened to the backstory of that. It's a book and everything on it. I just, I can't remember the name. I watched it on that show. I used to tell you, uh, on the Fox Business Channel. I can't think of the name of it. They don't actually have it on Netflix. The, the, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. But, yeah, he basically started out of a warehouse um, with, like, a huge collection of DVDs. Uh, abandoned like little warehouse thing. He told the guy told the synopsis of the story. I don't remember the whole thing, but yeah, it was just hearing the little synopsis of it. It's a whole book about it. And who would have thought his idea could turn into the biggest platform? Yeah, I guess yeah. Because they pretty much. I mean, I still occasionally see people, you know, purchasing Redbox and stuff, but you rarely ever see anybody, yeah. you know, purchasing Redbox or anything like. like Especially with all the different platforms and stuff we have now. Yeah, but with Redbox, Redbox even has a digital streaming thing too, which I didn't see. Remember, that's what I did when I 
rented a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Redbox. But the reason Redbox, I believe, is probably still so profitable because other companies that did that same thing, there are still people that like to, you know, you can get very recent films like that for a dollar a day versus paying, you know, the, off your cable service or something. Uh, $10, 5 to $10 for that movie for that 20, um, that, that whatever, how many hours you get it for it. You can rent that thing, that movie for a dollar a day. So that's, I think, another thing that keeps in business. Just imagine hundreds of thousands of people spending one dollar a day, then sometimes they keep it for more than one day. So it's like, you know, they, they make I was one of those people that, remember Redbox used to have the little rule where if you didn't return it by a certain time, you basically would keep it and they would charge you a certain price. Oh. I was one of those people because I never returned them. Damn. <laughs> I still have like a sack of Redbox at my mom's house that I never returned that I was charged for. But it just goes to show, like I said, it depends on your mindset. Like, don't feel like, like, I feel like the type of businesses and stuff that I'm trying to get into now kind of discouraged because with, like, the beauty field and beauty business in general, I feel like it's super saturated. Like, everybody is doing the same thing. But at the same time, the way that you do something may not necessarily be the same way that someone else does it. Like... So even though y'all are doing the same thing, you may have two different things to bring to the table. That's true. And that's what, that's what I was about to say. Like, you know, it is a very saturated field. And people try to pick one and two. And then I just, you know, keep tagging stuff to it. Like, so I just seen tons of people get into that field. And, and you know, it is, like you said, very saturated. But you may bring something different. And, you know... Like, the way that I teach someone how to do something could be totally different than the way that someone else taught them. Like, a lot of things, like, with beauty and stuff, you, I go to, like, I'm self-taught. Like, I taught myself how to do my makeup. A lot of, like, stuff I pretty much either just watched my sister do or I watched on YouTube. But literally, one person may explain it totally different. So you can't really say... Oh, just because this person is doing this or this person is building this brand, I can't do this because, you know, I'm not going to make any money. People might not, not necessarily, you know, what am I trying to say? You may not be get the recognition or get recognized as easily, but I feel like just put yourself out there and see what happens. Basically, you saying like take a chance. Take a chance. Yeah. It's like it's none. Is like I said, it's something that I used to say all the time to myself, and I still say it now because in light of me, I feel like I have a, I have a limiter on myself for me being in a small business field and me being into graphics and stuff. It, it's literally the one, one two punch thing. Like I got the, the motivation to just do it, but I know behind that I'm not going you know I haven't taken I'm not going to go get a loan to fund my business you know I would rather build it up and, and, and show the progress and like gotta be small time until I get to a certain point that's fine but you never know you know what I'm saying you take a shot and you know people will support you people won't support you and it's fun, you know, you don't get mad if somebody doesn't, it's, 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 it's how the world goes, it's, 
usually yeah. you're gonna get your support from people that you the least expects it. That's true. It's usually, sadly to say, not always, not really gonna come from your super close friends and family. Usually, the most support you get will come from strangers. Yeah. Like a lot of the, like you mentioned clothing brands, a lot of the clothing brands and stuff that I found have been off of Instagram and stuff, and it may not be stuff that people um, wear on a regular basis or is popular, but. For me, I don't really wear stuff because of the name brand. I just wear it because I think it looks nice. So even though like you're building your brand up, people may see it and say, oh, what makes me want to purchase his stuff? Like You pretty much just got to push yourself out there to build a brand for yourself. Make people want to purchase your item. True. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's the self-made stuff. That's it. That's it. But just, like I said, just to say I'm not really, I wasn't really comparing the two or saying one is, you just know. highlighting the differences. Just highlighting the differences yeah, between the much. two. Because yeah. I do feel like, like I said, even with people that come from money, a lot of times it is harder for you to make a name for yourself because if people already know you come from money, they're expecting you to maybe not want to work as hard as the average person or not bring as much to the table as the average person will bring. Like, you're not going to be as dedicated to, you know, sell the product or push the business. So, it's pros and cons on both sides. I see the upbringing is harder and uh, excuse me, on the self-made side and generational wealth is harder to try to Make a name for yourself. Self-made is gonna be easy to make a name for yourself, but to get out that, you know, the the, the stuff that you, the pros that come with generational wealth are uh, are like the cons to like self-made. It's like vice versa kind of. That's all. I'm it's pros and cons to everything. Yeah. But whatever is beneficial on one side is basically unbeneficial to the other side. But basically, just to wrap things up, like if you're at a point where you feel like you know you're not really happy with working a day-to-day job literally you can pretty much turn anything into a business because something that you know may know how to do that you think is something simple not everybody else knows how to do simple stuff like you know you may not know how to organize something a lot of people are horrible at organizing stuff so you could bring that into a business like pretty much anything just teaching anybody how to do something so just investing in yourself in general will bring generational wealth but don't feel like because like i said one idea is already out there you can't make the idea better or you know bring more profit to like I said, that field, the field that, the you, field that you're you going may, into. Yeah, the field that you may want to be in, it doesn't belong to any one person. That's the main thing. People have to realize that one, one person, no other entity, that may be that the company that's already established may have it going, but it doesn't mean you can't have an upbringing where you'll, you know, be right on that same path. And it takes time. You know, nothing happens overnight. You know? <laughs> And stuff like that to do is a gamble. So, <laughs> like, think about all the different apps that you have that literally do the same thing. Lyft and Uber. Yeah. DoorDash and Grub Uber Hub. Eats, Grubhub. Like, everything is the same. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It just depends on, you know, how you plan to market yourself as a business. I have both of some of those, so it's kind of, yeah, that's true. You know? It's literally the same exact service. Yeah. You're just marketing yourself in a different way. Yep. But do you have anything else to add to that? Do you feel like this was kind of, I feel like it was kind of all over the place with us discussing I mean, everything, same, but same, I mean. Same area, though. We didn't go too far. Saying this somewhere, oh shoot, I can plug myself again if need be. Uh, hold on. Okay, so basically, yeah, like I said earlier, I do have a little small business and it's uh, a clothing brand. So um, on Instagram, it's Obsidian, um, O B S I D I A N, Clarity, no spaces, and that uh, C L A R I T Y on Instagram. Uh, I don't post a lot on that page, but I am still working on business and doing releases and stuff. Like I said, I'm funding this myself. I am a legit established business, though. So, yes, um, that's that. And also follow us on our Twitter account, um, at Breath of Fresh Society Podcast. That's at B- B-O-F-S Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so that is well. Um, we'll post a little question up there as far as like, you know, what do you think you fall between the two? Of course, obviously you can say like, do you are you more on the side of believing that generational wealth is you know more hard to kind of navigate through or self being self made like trying to build your own self up? Or what do you, you know? feel like the pros and cons of each? Yeah, guy? that that sounds like a better better yeah better question. So we will say what are the pros and cons between the two? You know, we just post it up there. And uh, that's all. And if you have any businesses, small businesses, you like to send us on Twitter. I love to support up and coming, you know, business owners. So definitely send that to us on Twitter. We'll be making an Instagram soon. We just don't really have too much content to post um, yet, but we are working on things on the back end. So definitely. Um, send us that give us your opinions and even if you have any ideas of you know future episodes you would like us to discuss or topics you would like us to do definitely um dm us on twitter send us a message tweet us you have anything else to say that's everything that's pretty much everything but yeah um that's it for today and thanks again for listening